Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen Your Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's going pretty well. Excellent. Welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff to discuss. <laughs> yeah. We got dog updates. We got keys updates. We got biting updates. This is a theme. Mm-hmm. Seems like that's just what we do now. Yeah, well, yeah, updates, updates, updates. I, I am working on a special episode with bonus audio, but it's going to take some time to collect, and I'm going to keep the rest of it secret. We'll keep you updated. Cocktail of the week is the dark and stormy because... It's a tried and true. And what we spent, like, the last five days doing was getting ready for a dark and stormy hurricane that never came to us. Oh, dear, dad just rolled his eyes at that me. A, that was a stretch. <laughs> it was not the theme. We weren't walking around the weekend going, it's dark and stormy. No, I was like, what's the fastest drink I can make tonight? <laughs> um, but, yeah, we did... Uh, so we'll, I guess we'll start with that update. Yeah. Uh, we went down to the Keys. I went down... Friday, GR Dad joined Saturday because as of last week, Hurricane Dorian was on a path where it wasn't looking like it was going to directly hit us in the Keys. So it was like 30% it might have. We were in the cone and uh, and it looked like, you, you know, when it was heading directly towards Mar-a-Lago that uh, we were potentially going to get some tropical storm conditions down in the Keys. So uh, our house down there has hurricane shutters, but you have to close them and we, we didn't and we still didn't uh so some people do leave them closed all the time when they're not there i think it makes your house look super abandoned and then like a bunker yeah and it's a decent amount of work to get them all up and mm. so the plan was sort of go down it i think was at the time i made the plans kind of targeting to hit us like saturday or sunday no one knew it was going to hang out over the bahamas for like two whole days Ugh. those poor people poor bahamas. um yeah, and so the plan was kind of go down, see how it's coming, and then, you know, put the shutters up and kind of ride it out. And, uh, you know, of course, it ended up doing... I mean, it was a really uncertain forecast. It's not like they forecasted it bad. They're like, we don't really know what the heck it's going to do, and it's done crazy stuff. So I was still, like, anxious, like, oh, you know, we'll be able to get down there, and maybe we won't get hit, but how are we actually going to get out? And even when I got down there on Friday, there were big lines at all the gas stations in fact when i got there there were lines at the gas stations when i went back into key west in the afternoon there weren't because all the gas stations were out of gas tons of people at the grocery stores and they were kind of saying like well it doesn't look like we're going to get hit that hard but if like miami gets hit hard which was a possibility then nobody's going to be bringing stuff down here nobody's going to bring gas or food down into the keys because there's just the one road yeah. and um so they were like so we better stock up for stuff and then uh, flying out, it was nothing. Like, it was windy Monday night, really high tide on Monday. We built a little – part of our beach was, like, eroding. <laughs> and so we, like, had all these, like, old pavers that we had pulled out of random parts. And we were just, like, building them up on the beach. We made a little seawall. Yeah, that's a project we have to pay for eventually. A, a do-it-yourself breakwater. It worked pretty well. It, I th it was very amusing. Oh, it started with your flight down, which was, like, empty. Nobody was flying yes. down to Florida on Friday <laughs> yeah. into the hurricane. Indeed. Uh, yeah, especially the flight from Miami to Key West. Uh, during the high season, you can fly direct from D.C., but during the off season like this, you have to connect except on weekends. And so, yeah, the Miami to Key West was just like a bunch of very worried conks. Like three guys. Yeah, it was really empty. And uh, But even coming back, when we came, flew back on Tuesday. I mean, a third full. Mm -hmm. which I've never, I mean, the, the flights these days are always oversold. These were a third full. Yeah, the airport was empty. And it's interesting, we th flew through Miami, but Fort Lauderdale, which is only 30 miles north, their airport was closed, um, which I don't, I don't think they got as bad as what they were expecting. It was a decent decision for them to close. But, um, you know, Miami was like right on that border where at some point when I was checking, there was like a 70 percent chance they were going to get tropical storm force winds by the time we were flying out kind of tuesday morning it was like five percent chance like it just it's, it it's, turned north yeah it's weird how it looks so scientific and it looks so definitive you know it's like oh i'm here in the cone and, I, and i'll get you know the orange band yeah. and, <laughs> and that's that's what's going to happen and then a day later it looks completely different mm -hmm. and it's just these 
it's weather, man. You can't predict it. We're so used to f- perfect predictions, and it's just it's so unpredictable. These huge yeah, forces. especially especially for hurricanes, and then especially this one. They were just, I mean, they were saying the whole time, like there's yeah. so much uncertainty in the forecast. Like we just don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, for a while it looked like it was going to grind all the way across Florida, which of course would have impacted the keys and made it really hard to fly out because you kind of fly up through florida yeah i mean i was plotting us routes like you can fly direct to dallas from yeah key west or to newark you know like Uh, oh we fly to seattle that gets out of the way and then we fly to boston (laughs) they had all kinds of alternative plans yeah it would have been uh possible but it turns out not to be necessary yeah Yeah. so we ended up being fine so what i thought was going to be like all right i'll get there friday and then it's just going to be like a really kind of dramatic weekend i bought all of these hurricane supplies like solar lights and and crank flashlights (laughs) and batteries and all this stuff uh it was a beautiful weekend it was sunny and just the most beautiful stretch of five days we've had, yeah, probably. Maybe it was a crappy reason to be there, but it was a really nice visit. Yeah, so yeah, it turned from like, okay, we're going to ride out this storm and like, it's a little scary to, oh, we just have this like beautiful tropical weekend and go out a bunch and Yeah, and drink some I was drinks. pretty sure the storm had taken that right turn and wasn't going to hit Florida and yeah. we were going to make it back on almost as scheduled yeah. yeah but of course they evacuated all the tourists from the keys uh, it wasn't a mandatory evacuation but they kind of told everybody like don't come here so it was like also the most convenient weekend like blue heaven the restaurant we go to all the time like if you show up on a saturday night at seven o'clock there's a 45 minute wait usually yeah, we least. showed up and it was like a third full <laughs> just yeah because all the tourists were gone so it was just like oops sorry locals Or like people from other parts of Florida who had evacuated down to the Keys because they're like, well, we can't, we don't want to be at home. (laughs) So let's go down to Key West. It was, uh, they'd canceled Brewfest. Yeah, that was like a sad, I mean, a great decision, (laughs) but it's like. Cut down on the tourists right there. Labor Day weekend is Brewfest in Key West. Like, that's awesome. And so it's a lot of local Florida breweries. And so very rightfully so, um, it wasn't so much that they were worried about key west being hit because we were still we were really at the edge of the cone when they decided but that all the people who work for those breweries really want to be setting their houses up you know doing their own storm preparations at home so they're like so they can stay home we're going to cancel it which was i think a great and empathetic call but yeah would have been nice to have because worst worst case they would have had brew fest all those people would have been away from home and then there would have been three people there you me and some that's right yeah (laughs) and it would have been a complete waste of time yeah so uh so yeah we and then we debated like do we close the storm shutters now (laughs) that we're like before we leave the debate was i said should we close the storm shutters and you're like eh, we can always come back (laughs) i think i was i more said fuck it it's fine when you then you said we'll come back it'll be a good reason (laughs) yeah well because i i looked there's there's one other storm out in the atlantic um but it it's kind of heading northwest it's just going to stay out in the ocean so there's like you kind of get a couple weeks warning that there's a storm even vaguely on the way and there was nothing looking like it's coming yeah it's nothing like tornadoes or earthquakes or anything no, you where you're a, just like you don't know a bunch of people had posed with this meme that's like waiting for a hurricane is like being stalked by a turtle very slow. coming there's nothing you can do Big, but it's so but and slow. this one especially so slow like it finally is like skirting florida today wednesday when we're recording when originally it was supposed to get there saturday it was like, literally moving at one mile per hour over the bahamas yeah i mean it was over that island for all for 36 hours straight the eye wall was over that oh that is terrible uh so what's the name of that island you know you pronounce it right alcoa andros no, it hit no. Andros. No, anyway, yeah. I, I sh- I'm sorry. I should totally remember it, but um, I'm just familiarizing myself with my Bahamian geography. So anyway, that island, like up at the top of the Bahamas, where the eye well just sat, mm-hmm. like it's 10 miles, and it just sat there and sat there. It kind of went backwards at one point. Like it just stalled over it. That is the sister city to Key West, like uh-huh. as of 1977. Aww. And so the Conch Republic Marine Army, which I'm a part of, and uh which is kind of like their navy <laughs> <laughs> which is really like a navy and uh which is yeah so we d- was formed after hurricane irma i believe maybe it was around before that um but i think formed after irma and we've we do a lot of like post hurricane cleanup and they actually did a ton of great stuff like right in the aftermath um when i was not 
participating. Um, so they were talking about, they were talking even while we were down there about doing a flotilla out to the Bahamas because they're relatively close. I think it's 150, 180 miles from Key West to the Bahamas. And now, you know, the Bahamian authorities want everybody to wait. You don't want to boat through waters after a hurricane because there's all sorts of stuff underneath. Um, Dead boats. Yeah. And I mean, you have, you're supposed to go through customs, right? It's another country. I and the, um, I think the Punk Republic has privileges. They're, you know, they're still trying to like establish, you know, who's where, you know, where's the, co the Coast Guard's yeah. out. The, our, the U.S. Coast Guard is in the Bahamas now helping. Um, but there is a big, I think Key West Cares or Conk Republic Cares is the organization that like has just been set up and they had a meeting and like 180 people came which is like very big like on one day's notice <laughs> so they're basically like it's two years out from hurricane irma almost exactly hurricane irma was september 10th 11th 2017 and they're like we're still getting stuff caught up and uh we know exactly what they need and so like we're gonna get it all together and we're gonna bring it out there and you know we know the people to talk to we know the stuff so they're uh I mean, all of the Bahamas is going to need a lot of help, but that kind of sister city island in particular, Key West, is like really focusing on like, let's just bring them all the stuff that they need. So, Eleuthera? That starts. Hang on. Let me think. All right. So, YouTube just yelled at us. Uh, the island. So, the main island is Great Abaco. That's that island. And then off of Great Abaco is a little tiny island called Green Turtle Key, K A Y, which some people would say K but you can pronounce Key. And Green Turtle Key is the sister city to Key West, where I don't think a ton of people live there, but... No, that's where anyway. the flotilla is headed. Yep, we're bringing them stuff, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so we're... Uh, yeah, if there's another hurricane, hurricane season goes until November, and then there's a ceremonial burning of the hurricane flags in Mallory Square in Key West. Um, so we got a couple months to go to. We're kind of halfway through hurricane season um hopefully dorian was like our main thing looks like we're pretty much in the clear for the rest of september and then this is kind of the peak august september like the peak of hurricane season and so hopefully we make it out okay um but we're in the process we're waiting on permits for our hurricane impact windows which is not a thing you need unless you live in a coastal place and we i've just found out there's two categories of like hurricane proof glass and doors that you can get so there's like the regular ones and then there's h v h z i think <laughs> high velocity hurricane zone Ooh, i like that or it's high velocity hurricane something uh which is basically just south florida and the keys like that's us where it's like oh man y'all fucked <laughs> <laughs> so there's like an extra level of protection um and so hurricane impact windows basically like uh they won't break it sounds like bulletproof glass to me it sounds it, super cool it basically is like that I, I watched this awesome video on youtube where they had there's this like dude talking he's standing next to like this you know they built this wall and it's got an impact window in it and it's this like kind of geeky looking guy maybe <laughs> in a lab coat and he's like mm -hmm. i had it muted and he's like dee, 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 and i was like all right dude whatever what are you gonna do and then they cut they like pan to the left a little bit and there's this big like burly lumberjacky looking dude standing <laughs> next to him is like a foot taller <laughs> than the nerdy guy and just like like no neck and like all <laughs> muscles and he's got a sledgehammer oh and God. like a face shield and so they're basically like all right dude go ahead break this window and he's just like swinging the sledgehammer at the window over and over and over again and it will it'll crack so it'll get a crack like it looks in pre-seatbelt days or if you're an idiot and you don't wear your seatbelt and like someone's <laughs> head hits the windshield yeah. where you've got like you know that spot and then you know the, the whoop the glass shatters around it. Sorry, I almost knocked my drink over. That I've only had half a drink. Terrible. <laughs> uh, but it's not like the glass is broken out, right? You just kind of see that smash. This dude hit that thing, and you could tell he was getting so frustrated. He'd like <laughs> step back. He'd like readjust his like little head shield, and he's just swinging the thing at the thing. And finally, he gave up, and then he went and got a pick. Oh, no. Like with a big spiky end. And he swung that thing like five or six times in the middle of where he'd been swinging the hedge sledgehammer till he finally like got it to poke in 
a little bit and that's it it still was like then it had like this tiny like one inch hole that's very convincing yeah it was because i was like how protective is this actually going to be uh so very is the answer because the main thing is like look if you get a, a shatter like that you have to replace your window right if you know, a two by four rips off the house next door in 180 mile an hour wind, smashes into your window. Uh, it's going to put a big old spidery crack in your window. You're going to have to replace it. And so the idea with the w impact windows isn't that, oh, you never have to replace them. It does take a lot to get that crack in there. Um, so just like, you know, rocks and coconuts and stuff flying through the air isn't going to do it. But the main concern is like, if you have a regular window, and a two by four hits it and it breaks, then all the wind and all the rain and all the water and all of everything is coming in through your window. Yep. And so the whole inside of your house is wrecked at that point. With the impact windows, you know, worst case you replace the window, um, but it doesn't break, yeah. right? So it keeps your house protected. Um, so that was a thing that was very important to me. And so we have, I've filed, filed the paperwork for the permits. So I don't know if they'll get in this hurricane season because like, I think it can take a month to get that. And then they have to like custom measure and make the windows. So it will likely be probably over the winter that we get those installed. But then we're good. Then yeah. we will not have to fly down anymore when there's a hurricane coming. <laughs> you sad. That'll be, you'll miss Unless it. we want to. If we want to ride it. You sad. know, after watching those videos from the Bahamas, like tropical storm, sure. I'll fucking ride out a tropical storm and like have some drinks and like, you know deal without power for drink, a day drink out of the bathtub man like watching those videos from the bahamas of those people on the second floors and like their stairwells were flooded and yeah. the water like lapping against it was like a 20 foot storm surge crazy yeah and we had not on our key but um on big pine key which is where the key deer are the place that we had we had rented a house in 2017 um so the first year we were down in the keys for the winter We'd rented a house on this strip of land called Long Beach Road, which is just, it's one road. There's a house on either side. along the beach. <laughs> and it, uh, it's very beachy. There's sand on either side, which is not common in the Keys. And we had rented this, like, kind of old-ass house. But it <laughs> had this, like, 50-foot dock out into the Atlantic, it like these nice, open yeah. ocean views. Really beautiful. Um and it was totally destroyed in the hurricane. It was ground level. It wasn't it was, elevated at all. It was full of sand. We went and saw it. It was full of sand. There were like five feet of sand inside the house. It yeah. had like a whole back wall of glass, old glass, right? The house was clearly built in like the 50s or 60s that had crashed open. They said there were 20, there was 20 foot storm surge over. So it entirely went over the island. The whole thing was underwater. Wow. Overlapping all these. And I mean, there was huge, major destruction on that island. Um, so yeah, just busted out the back windows and everything came in, including all that sand. Well, some of it went through and the sand stayed in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, after watching that stuff from the Bahamas, like that would be terrifying to be to be in that. Um, and it could stall over you, Ugh. you know. So uh, anyway, that was our non-adventurous weekend. That was like a little nerve-wracking and exciting and planning. And then ended up being quite a relief. Yeah, We're perfectly looks fine. Now, like Carolina's going to get hit, right? As of today, but who the heck but knows? But the thing's going to weaken. It might turn further out to sea. I mean, that nope. may just be like taking a tour of the Atlantic. The last forecast I looked at, Washington D.C. was in the green band of potential for tropical storm force winds, which is exactly where Sugarloaf oh Key God. was. It's like a it's week later, it's exactly the same probability of tropical storm winds as we had down there. Ugh. So, um, we anyway. have to go to the Keys to get away. Ah, <laughs> let's bring the an dogs. Answer. Your answer is always go to the Keys. Oh, that is sort of my answer. Yeah. yeah. The oh. dogs stayed here, by the way. They did not go down the Keys. Yeah. Um, I mean, both because we didn't want to drive both ways, which would have taken most of the time we were I down there. I kind of wanted to drive. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Gee, your dad didn't. I was like, no, man, no. Come on. Like, you're only going to be there for three or four days. Like, you will drive the whole time. You will arrive. We'll have dinner. <laughs> You'll turn around. Road trip. Oh, my God. Uh, it would have been a dumb idea. I'm glad we didn't do it. But also, we're not going to bring the dogs towards danger. For That's sure. That's ridiculous. Yep. I mean, our dog sitters were great. So they actually have family in Florida who evacuated up here. Um, mm. They were in mainland Florida. And 
uh, they were awesome where I was like, look, you know, and it's Labor Day weekend, right? So it's a holiday weekend. And I'm like, I know it is last minute. If you can't do it, it's fine. But do you think you could watch the girls? Like, we want to go lock the house up. And she's like, I'm like, I think it'll probably have to be Tuesday we come back. Because at the time, it was looking like the storm was going to kind of be there Sunday night into Monday. And she's like, it's fine. We can do it if you need us to stay Tuesday night because you can't get out. We can do that, too. So she was really phenomenal about it. Otherwise, I probably would have stayed with the girls. You would have missed out on the lack of excitement. Look, I'm not saying it would have been fun decision but responsible yeah responsible. i think so so anyway there you go that is the key story of us you need another drink there your dad <laughs> why would you say that <laughs> no i'm good um so yeah anything else we need to add on our keys experience oh, we no. saw dolphins we did see dolphins so yeah, the yeah. the as we said we had one night with the tide was really high we, we built a little seawall it was quite windy um, but the water was, you know, several feet higher than normal. King tide. King tide. Saying. Yep. And uh, so we were kind of sitting and watching the sunset. And your dad's like, that's a shark. You can see a fin. And we went down and like, no, it was dolphins, which we never see because we're kind of in. We have these open water views, but it's into like this enclosed bay. Um, and it's quite shallow in the middle, like three feet when it's low tide. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe not even that deep. You yeah. Could walk. You totally could walk and like not get your underwear wet. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh so usually we don't see and there's like a canal in front of our house um you know just kind of dug deeper so you can get your boat out but there's usually not a lot of big like big fish or wildlife in there um you know the manatees will come in the canal sometimes but that's it only when you're there yeah but these dolphins were just like out in the middle of it because now suddenly it's five or six feet deep and they were just doing their little dolphin thing it was yeah, very probably cool. good that Bank didn't see him because she would have swum out to him. Oh, they Bank. Were, like she she would have tried. Like 200 yards out. Like it was so windy, though. She would have just been like paddling and not moving. <sighs> just yeah. staying in one spot. <laughs> <laughs> like a little aerobic workout for Bank. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, that was the uh, Keys kind of non-adventure. Yeah. And, Saw uh, a lot of chickens. Yeah. All the usual. Chicken. Think you're a big man, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? You're not going to do a goddamn thing. Yeah, oh, here I come. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to run away, chickens, chicken. Chickens were taunted. They, they may or may not know they were even taunted, but they no. were definitely Just being like, taunted. Just like, who is this crazy woman? Yeah, what? What's chicken? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was that. Uh, dog updates. So let me give the brief one first. Poor Toby. So Toby has gone home to his permanent owner. Well-trained. So well-trained. They did such a good job. Michael at Old Town Pet Resort is like our personal hero right now. He did a great job with Toby. I uh, got to hang out with him a little bit before Toby went home. And uh, so that was good. And then I got an email today from his owner, and he has this huge lump on his side, like like Jasmine had, like big old lump on his side. Was not there at all when he was here a week ago. Yeah. And, uh, and then they were going to do surgery to take it off. And he has a heart murmur, which my vet had like maybe heard once. And he's like, is there, did we mention a heart murmur? No. And then he was trying. He's like, I can't pick it up again. Her vet, she's like, I tried it three times in three different rooms. I definitely heard it. It's there. I called the vet that's treating him up in Boston. Um, So now he has to go see a cardiologist tomorrow. And then assuming, hopefully, that there's nothing serious wrong that's causing the heart murmur, then they're going to do the surgery. So this poor guy... Is all of a sudden going through this big thing. So we never do GoFundMe's for people, even though people send them to me all the time, um, because there's just so many, and I feel bad for all the dogs. And like sometimes I donate to them, but like I don't want to get in the habit of posting them on our site. Um, but we might do one for Toby since he's like kind of one of our GR dogs. Oh, somebody's having dreams. Is that boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, honey. So uh, so that's the Toby update. So keep your eyes peeled on the page because I'll be posting updates about him. And uh, I don't know if you guys can pick it up. We can hear everything in, in the headphones when we record, but boyfriend's making a lot of sleepy noises right now. Having a fight with somebody in his sleep. Growling. <laughs> yeah, whimpering. Um, so, that, so yeah, poor Toby. Yeah, um, Tobes, come on. Yep, so you may see our first and only... GoFundMe ever. Please don't send me yours because I won't post it. I'll just feel guilty. 
Um, sorry. No. Try dog rates. But, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I can't imagine how many he gets. Yeah, he uh, gets a lot. He does post them occasionally. And then every Friday he does one. We're not going to do that, though. Five million people to yep. send money. I, I don't want to do it. I save for like rare instances. So, yep. Yep, yep. so that's Toby. Uh, the boyfriend update. Uh, so boyfriend had a vet appointment today. Long scheduled with his specialist. 1130. I teach class at two. Seems safe. Seems like there's going to be plenty of time. At least I was smart enough to go. If that runs long, I won't have time to get lunch. So I got I ate lunch before the vet appointment at 11. Nice. Because the vet appointment went until like 1.20. And it's like half an hour from the vet's office to campus. So the plan was like taking... just waited a long time or the procedures, like the tests took a long time? It was... No, it was sort of like they had to do a whole bunch of stuff. So they took us in, you know, probably within five or ten minutes of us getting there. And then they had to take him back and do blood pressure draw some blood to do a test and then we met with the vet and then his blood pressure was really high in the back but they noticed last time that when he's with me his blood pressure is way lower he gets stressed out when i'm not around oh right Very sweet. your boyfriend <laughs> uh and so they're like so we'll bring him back in with you and we'll give him you know five or ten minutes to calm down and then we'll take his blood pressure so we had to wait for that and do the blood pressure and it was lower with yeah, me there he loves you. uh and then they needed to get a fecal sample and then they needed to get a urine sample and then we had to talk right. to the vet some more and Getting then we were examined. waiting for the results and then we had to get some new medicine for him uh <clears throat> so it was quite a day no yeah. and uh the answer is more oh, boyfriend that's our sea lion yeah <laughs> oh no it's boyfriend uh here's the answer every time we go to the vet everyone it's worse than it was last time that is always going to be the answer every time we go to the uh, vet, I think. Um, all of his kidney values are worse than they were because his kidneys are failing. Um, you know, and she, she came in, she's like, uh, she was leaving and she's like, look, I should say there's two possibilities here. He could just be an end stage kidney failure and then this is just going to keep getting worse. It could be that like we just have to get the medicines right and then we can kind of stop the damage. And I'm like, I kind of assumed it was the former. And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Like yeah. he's an end stage kidney failure. Um, she's like, but we got to treat it like it's the better of the two options and just see what happens. Give him a chance. Yeah. I mean, so far, nothing has made it better. <laughs> like he's been on a lot of medicine. Like when we went down to the Keys, I'm like, I can't leave a list of all these medicines for the dog sitter, I had to get one of those like old person medicine boxes. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday. Like, and then separate six compartments for pills each day. in each one. And now he's oh, on some pills, pills twice. It's starting twice a day. So I'm going to have to get like an AM, PM one. Oh, man. It's a lot of pills. It's, uh, it's six pills. It's a lot. Yeah. And so now, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's not getting any better. She's very impressed. She's she's like, but he hasn't lost any weight. And I'm like, you don't even know Hamburger, the work that we're buns, doing. Banana, banana bread. <laughs> bread. <laughs> so. Uh, Eggs. I told her, I'm like, we're just giving him all this stuff. You know, we won't eat this stuff. She's like, you just keep doing what you're doing. Um, that's good. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the update on boyfriend. He's Sorry, boyfriend. Uh, she's very impressed that he's maintaining his weight because usually they kind of waste away because they don't like to eat, which he doesn't. No. But we get enough calories in him with the... You have no choice. ...variety of foods that we make for him. Meanwhile, Vank's sitting at the baby gate going, oh, he doesn't want to eat? I'll take it. I could solve this problem. <laughs> Your dad just... We could both be happy. <laughs> he shared a video with me from January in the keys of Vink kind of standing in the beach and the breeze blowing her. And I was like, when is this video from? He's like, January. I'm like, man, she's so skinny then compared oh, to now. Vink has totally figured out how to <sighs> eat everyone's leftover food. Just sneaking in there. It's a real project. And, she, and she's very sneaky about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. Very good. Chubby opportunist. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's become a real process of me to like, get everybody's food off the floor as soon as they walk away with it. And Kesa likes to wander away and come back. Not, <laughs> cannot happen with Vink. No, she'll find a Vink in her oh, bowl. <laughs> God. Uh, so we're working on Vink getting skinny again because, uh, uh, I mean, it's not good for her joints. It's not good for anything for her to be chubby. Uh, uh, I did take her and Hops to the beach today here in Silver Spring. 
uh hops can't really run to the beach anymore she's got some arthritis it's very sad she has been like my number one running pal for years yeah and uh i i've noticed for the she's always been a little slower on the downhills and she's really had some problems like the last six months and we took her to the vet and she has just a little bit of arthritis but it bothers her and she'll kind of limp and so i can't really i mean i i can take her on occasion but it's you know and she loves to go but she will be sore afterwards so she can't go with me every day like she used to sucks to get older hops we all know yeah so today i drove her and vink the one and a half miles down to the path and uh, we went down to the beach and they both just had the best time. They were so excited. It was exactly like when we we're in the Keys, like Vink just swimming around in little meaningful, <laughs> meaningless circles and uh, hops running in and out. Vink's and just like, I enjoy floating because yep. I'm fat. <laughs> but she did good. I mean, she was swimming. She got, you know, for half an hour, like she, they both got a lot of exercise. Not bad on their joints. Neither of them are limping tonight. So we're going to have to try to make that a more regular thing. To drive them down. Aquarobics, Vink. Yep. Aquarobics. Uh, and we, you know, we've cut back on our food, but she manages to sneak a lot. And also, Gia, dad is a big giver of treats. Treats equals love. I am not a big giver of treats. I give one or two treats a day. Gia, give me treats. Give me pie. I make you pie because so, I love you. Well, same thing for me and the dogs. If you needed to lose weight, I'd stop making you pie. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you asked me to. I give Vink really small treats. <laughs> <laughs> I break the meatball in, into like eights. All right, that's fair enough. Uh, she just has a little flavor. Yeah, everybody else is doing pretty much fine. Uh, yeah. Queso's awesome. Jasmine was awesome. They both have a little trouble standing up these days. Uh, we tried, oh yeah, people have asked. So I tried these things called Dr. Busby's Toe Grips on oh, yeah. Jasmine. These are the little rubber band things. Rubber toe rings. Yeah, and they kind of go on their nails and she just doesn't really put her nails down on the floor which i didn't notice like i always thought i heard them clicking but they're just not down there that much and so the toe grips weren't making a lot of contact they didn't make much difference for her i think this is a dog to dog thing a lot of people think they work great um so and i may might be different front paws to back paws who knows yeah i mean i had them on I, she needs them on her back paws which is I where know, i had I know. them yeah. Yeah, yeah um so i might get a Kazo needs a bigger set. I might get a set and try them on here. You try them on Schmeig, I think, too. I got them, but never managed to put them on Schmeig. Mm. Um, and then I got somebody had recommended these like little rubber boot things. They look like balloons, like deflated balloons. They totally look like deflated balloons. And uh, and they, I put them on Kazo, and they did sort of help. Like she definitely had more traction, but I thought they were a thing you could just like leave on, and they're not. You have to. It's basically like when they're not walking you have to take the booties off and i'm like well i'm every time she stands up like the whole point is that i want her to be able to stand up on her own you know now we kind of like hear her trying to stand up and we'll come help her sometimes yeah um so i'm not gonna be like oh hang on let me put your boots on Kazo. like that, that defeats no the sense. purpose yeah. so you know, i've got to look embarrassing they're really embarrassing looking yeah yeah so uh what i did do is i bought two new ruggables someone emailed today they're like for real do you like your ruggable? I'm like, well, I just bought two more yesterday. <laughs> um, so I got one for the kitchen just because somebody, Vink, keeps peeing on the rug in the kitchen when we're gone. They don't. She doesn't do it for us, but she does it for the dog sitter. Uh, I think because Vink, Vink is so precious and she doesn't like to get her feet wet. Outside. In the grass. She doesn't like to go on the grass. Yeah. And so if it's like damp outside, she'll be like, no, you want to go inside. And then she still has to pee, so then she just pees on the rug. <laughs> I'll take care of this too. <laughs> Done this several times for the dogs that are. <sighs> and so, I mean, we just have like a cheap ass, you know, rug that I got on Amazon in there now. So I got a is ruggable. She, is she dumb or so smart? <laughs> well, she gets what she wants. She gets to do whatever she wants, wherever she wants. Yeah. But I did buy a 10 foot long runner that, so Kaysa normally lays like often at the bottom of the stairs on, and there's like a little, you know, two by three rug down there so that is going to get replaced with a 10 foot runner that basically goes all the way across the living room so she will never slide her feet off the back of it she'll be able to walk towards her water bowl there's yeah, going to be less she has a hard time getting up on slippery floors mm -hmm. and get her back, back yeah paws under, under so, her so she lays on that rug but the rug's smaller than her and so her back paws are often like off it and so then she tries to get up and she can't get them under her because there's like floor there so this runner is going to be bigger and uh and that should give more carpet to help sure. her get traction won't look great but it'll be great it's gonna match our our rug with the red flowers though so it's 
the shape's gonna be a little weird that we've got like this big long runner and then like the rug but it's like an airport runway yeah <laughs> uh it's gonna help her a lot and it's it's better than the cheap ass rugs that i've got <laughs> now we had more rugs when uh Schmieg was having trouble with her back legs too yeah there used to be a runner in the living room that we got rid of so this will be a nicer addition than like my 20 dollar amazon runners <laughs> and uh yeah, so we're doing the best we can for them. Still planning the quinceanera for Queso's 15th birthday on November 5th. I appreciate the support. I may have bought her a crown. Uh, I may even have photos of her wearing the crown, but you don't get to see them until her birthday. Is there going to be a piñata? Oh, we should totally... Is that a, that's not a quinceanera thing. That's for young kids. I don't know. I got to check. I don't want to be like culturally offensive in like no. my appropriation. I would really like to like authentically do... A celebration of her 15th birthday is like a major milestone in her Coming life. Coming out as a young lady. Yeah. Well, an old <laughs> lady in this case. But uh, but so people who are from cultures that do quinceañeras have sent me good suggestions oh, so far. Go. There you um, go. Which is what I'm trying to follow instead of, you know, like doing stereotype stuff. Sure. Um, there's a store here in the dc area that does quinceanera cakes <laughs> uh, so i don't know if i'm gonna get one of those because we're not gonna have like a giant party um but i might get a little one and i've got a little topper and everything so we're gonna have a fun little party Maybe it is the first one in this house it's the first i have never had a dog make it to 15 never none of my childhood dogs no dog i've had has ever made it right. to 15 so yeah it's gonna be awesome case of awesome so that's the dog update pretty good yeah, so that's a lot of updates from us. This is going to be a long podcast. Uh, anything? Keys. Conk. Yeah. Keys. Taste of the keys? Yeah. Conk life? T taste of the conk life keys. Okay. Woman arrested for battery on deputy and nurse. That sounds pretty front of the mill. This is from Saturdays. A 40-year-old homeless woman was arrested Saturday afternoon for kicking and clawing at deputies and then attempting to bite a nurse. There we go. At Fisherman's Hospital in Marathon. There's the hook. Where, as I have mentioned... I have gone when I kicked the sea urchin. There's only three hospitals, and this is one of them yeah. that I've been to. You would not have, it would not have been possible for you to get worse care even if you tried to bite the doctor. You got zippy. Like, what they did did not help and may have done things, make things worse. Well, that, so when, <laughs> here's what happened when I went, when I kicked the sea urchin. I mean, I kicked the sea urchin. It drove a bunch of little spikes into my feet that are into like... the front of your toes. Oh, all five of my toes, the bottom and the side of my foot. And they're like little ceramic needles. That are really brittle. Very brittle. And, uh, and ugh, God, it hurts so bad. And I couldn't walk for like two months after yeah. properly, like without pain. And uh, yeah, so we went there and I'm like, you've got to get these spikes. I mean, there were hundreds of these little spikes in my foot and yeah so freaking doctor i was so frustrated because they're like well we might not even do anything for it i'm like you can't just leave them in there which maybe would have been better because the doctor who treated it first may have been drunk secondly they had to give me i don't know if they had to they did give me these numbing shots in my toes yeah you so know when you go to the dentist to get the numbing shots in your gums this was the same thing yeah just as painful oh the dentist shots are so much better than oh this. Oh, my God. You but were, so just you were practically crying. A friggin' needle and jam it in the pad of your toe, inject it. Oh, it hurt worse than the spikes. And then the stupid doctor's just, like, scraping, like, with a little tool he's at not, the not spikes. pulling them out with, like, tweezers, which he should have been doing. Gently pulling them out with tweezers. No, he's just scraping and breaking them off <sighs> deeper in there. So uh, it was terrible, ineffective. When we were waiting, though, one of the nurses snuck me a handful of needles that, like, went on syringes or the ones that they use when they're doing blood draws. And she's like, you can use this to kind of kind of put it on the side, and it'll, it'll get some traction. You know, it's so sharp, it'll get a little bit of traction against that little ceramic needle, and you can slide it out. And, I mean, Gia Dad knows, like, we went back to the resort. I spent hours just, like very well, for, gently for weeks you spent hours yeah getting those, those things i got there. dozens of them out at the resort but for days uh, yeah for weeks i would just sit down and you'd see this teeny tiny little black dot on my skin and i'd very carefully like take the little needle and i'd like to nudge it and nudge it up don't go too far because it'll break it'll just yep. shatter into a you million just gotta pieces very gently like use the <sighs> 
tippy tip of that needle and just oh. slide it out. And I mean, they look so small when you get them out, right? They're just like, you know, a fraction of an inch, like a tiny thing, but it's like a ceramic needle in your foot. Um, doctor wasn't doing any of that. He was just Frickin scraping them. Don't, don't feel bad for them. They're terrible. It was terrible. So, uh, yeah, the nurse was great, like so good that I may, I don't remember if I did. I planned to, and I think I may have written a letter to just be like, that, you know, not to be like she smuggled me some equipment, but to just be <laughs> like, she was great and made me feel Almost taken made care. up for the doctor. Well, and I also caught whooping cough from that kid in the emergency room at Fisherman's Hospital, which caused me to then break two ribs because yeah. I was coughing so hard. So it was overall... All the urchin's fault, really. It was such a bad visit. Uh, not. But you didn't bite anyone. Actually, you would have had every reason to start chomping on people. I was angry, so... Yeah, but you didn't, I, so... You know. I didn't. Um, so anyway, this, this 40-year-old homeless woman who tried to bite the nurse, her name is Melody Sunshine Carter... Sunshine. Sunshine tried to bite somebody. Well, you know, great. Yep. She was charged with resisting arrest with violence, battery on a law enforcement officer, and battery on an emergency medical worker. Mm. Deputies responded to a 3.37 p.m. call of two suspicious persons near the Marathon Library. And the caller said that a man appeared to be putting his arm around a woman who kept pushing him away. I mean, good for you, Sunshine. Keep that dude off of you. They both appeared to be very intoxicated people. There we go. Don't get drunk. Don't do drugs. Come on. You're no fun. <laughs> you may think that you're fun when you're drunk. You're not. You're an annoying asshole. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> yep. Jardaz knows, knows this about me. Yep. Yep. We've got a strict. Fully consistent. Yep. I'm like, Jardad, don't have that fourth drink. You're not fun to hang out with after a fourth drink. I think I'm pretty fun. Yeah. You're not, though. You're just an annoying asshole, <laughs> like everybody after four drinks. Yeah, there's a very small window between fun or not fun and asleep. The <laughs> asleep is better yeah. because G drunk GR dad likes to be very honest with people in inappropriate ways. Not like gross. No, no, no. Like he'll like, be like, like, like I think we were at a bar once where one of the people behind the bar was quitting and going to work at another bar. And it was sort of a secret. And she, like she had told us, oh, I'm going to go work at this other place because we knew them really well. And then Jir Dad was dropping not even remotely subtle hints by the end of the night. Like, hey, you just you don't have to worry about it being stressful here anymore because like it's not like you're going to have to deal with it for that long. And I'm like, Jir Dad, shut up kicking him. And he's like, but she doesn't have to deal with it for that long anymore. <laughs> uh. That kind of honest. Like, yeah, nothing like grossly inappropriate, but you are much more extroverted and talkative yep. after four drinks. All well, of you are much more. Until I fall asleep. Yes. And then the pain ends. <laughs> uh, all of you think that you're more fun. And look, if you're hanging out with other drunk people, maybe you are all more fun, but for the non-drunk people like me in your midst you're all annoying assholes so stop it yeah if you just drank more then you could join us oh, that sounds so terrible <laughs> no i'm i'm quite convinced that even if i were drunk i would be annoyed with other drunk people yeah people try this argument on me when i'm like i don't really like kids and they're like you were a kid once and i'm like you know what i didn't like kids then either <laughs> that's a whole that is a terrible analogy yeah, well, it's, it's true. so different and so differently braided. Anyway, we got these two people drunk outside the library yeah. at 3.30 in the afternoon. Deputies go up to try to talk to them. The lady keeps walking away. Then she starts pushing the cop. Then the cop and the dude that they're trying to arrest, trying to calm her down. Yeah, so the cop has cited... You know, were they saying calm down? Because that tends to really calm people down. They attempted to calm her, but her behavior became more combative. Both deputies were eventually able to handcuff. Uh, is this her or the Sunshine. dude? All right. So here's the problem. There's a Melody Sunshine Carter, and then there's a McCarter later on. Oh. Guy DeBoer, did you write this? Come on. No, this is Conk Life Editor. All right, Conk Life Editor. <laughs> we have Melody Sunshine Carter, and then... 
The deputies were attempting to talk to the pair, a man and a woman, which includes Melody Sunshine Carter, and it says the woman, later identified as McCarter, mm. somebody screwed up someplace. Somebody just combined Melody Sunshine Carter and McCarter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, assuming that this is the same person. Someone got handcuffed. She got handcuffed. They forced her into the patrol car. They took her to the hospital because she had a cut on her arm, whereupon she began, began kicking one of the deputies and she attempted to bite a nurse. Don't do that. McCarter eventually appeared to be calming down when she got up and attempted to run out of the hospital, <laughs> again becoming physically combative. McCarter was medically cleared at the hospital and taken to jail. Good news. Bad news. Look, everybody, I don't know how many times we have to tell you. Don't put anyone unless they ask you to. And I know the nurse wasn't asking to be bit. Guaranteed. She did not wear a t-shirt that said, bite, bite my me. arm. <laughs> Just bite me. <laughs> no, there are, such t-shirts exist, but not this not this time. Yep. So there you go. That's the taste of the keys. Yep. Plus, we gave you an awful big taste of the keys at the uh, beginning. Of yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Good taste. Let's see. Anything else we need to add? German word. Yeah, Maybe. German word of the week. You got one? Just Obdachsloser. Obdachsloser. Yep. What does it mean? Homeless. Oh. Obdachslos. Nice. Well, apropos of Melody Sunshine Jackson. Yeah, MacArthur, MacArthur. What's the German word for hurricane? Wirbelsturm. Like wobble storm? <laughs> no, like spinny storm. Oh. Like, yeah. Say it again? Wirbelsturm. W O umlaut L? W I R B E L. Oh. <coughs> Wirbel, which is also the name for spinal bones. What are they called? Vertebrae. Vertebrae. Wirbel. Halswirbel is your neck. Huh. Vertebrae. And then Hals, that like throat vertebrae? Neck. Is your neck? Neck vertebrae. Neck vertebrae. But Hals is throat, right? But also, it's all, all the way around. Oh, neck it's your whole neck? <laughs> I, I thought it was just like your throat, like the front part. No, nah, it's your whole neck. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then the, the st when, where your hair meets in the back, mm -hmm. it's also called a verbal. Because mm -hmm. it kind of is spiral. Interesting. Huh, all right. Huh, cool. Verbal storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've got any other updates. The, uh, the children's book. No, this is exciting. Done. My to-do list for tomorrow, after I get the really important work done that I'm way behind on, uh, is to get it like quoted and proofed at the printer. That's so, very exciting. Yes, today I got the uh, all the pages from Ellie, and it's beautiful. I'm not a kid, but I love it. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm very excited. I'm like the opposite of a kid, and I love it. Yep, it's really good. Um, I did, so in my notes of stuff to talk about on the podcast, I did note that I built an outdoor shower which I guess we should have talked about in the beginning of the podcast, but I would just like to add what I did with my time since we were not blowing away is that I built an outdoor shower. We had the plumbing, like there's a shower head and faucets just like on the side of one of the pillars of the house already. But it was unprotected. It, yeah, so you could, it was good for like if you, for some reason, were to go swimming. And or for bank and hops. Who yeah, don't, who we don't used mind it on them. showering in public. Yeah, um, but I think it was like a rinse off shower and I like to full on shower shower outside you sure do but protected i do not want to just nakedly shower in my backyard <laughs> i would like a little enclosure and so uh, i had bought a kit that had like all the different pieces of wood that you need from um, cape cod outdoor shower company shout out to them they were wonderful and uh, it arrived like by truck the day before i left in july and or the whatever beginning of august and so it came it, like two hours before I, you know, it was dark and I had to pack up. So I didn't get to put it together then. But fortunately, I had this time now. So I built the whole thing and put it together. It and was pretty I, amazing. You saw it and screwed and oh, measured. So and good. And, yep. So I got it put together probably Saturday. I did that, right? I picked you up and I put it together that afternoon. And so Sunday, Monday and Tuesday morning, I think I took like 15 showers. <laughs> <laughs> like, well... <laughs> Now I'm all dirty from putting the shower together. Better, better take a shower downstairs. Took a shower and I, I took the elevator up, and now I'm kind of sweaty again. I gotta take another oh, shower. Take another shower. Uh, 
It's so wonderful. We bought like these cool little hooks to like hang our towels and stuff on. I've got all kinds of plans for like little decorative bits that are going to go in there. I love my outdoor shower so much. It makes me so happy. I I just can't even express like what a <laughs> gift it was to myself. The resort that we used to stay at in the Keys before we bought our house, which we will go back to when they open up in January, at least for a night, even though you can kind of walk there from our house. Um, they had outdoor, like it's all these individual bungalows on the island, like six, uh, 30 individual bungalows. And each one has an outdoor shower, which I think was my first experience with outdoor showers. And I also will take like five showers a day when we're there because I love the outdoor <laughs> showers. And so when we were looking at this house, I was like, oh, we can have an outdoor shower. And they're like, well, there already is one. Like it's working. It's plumbed. It has hot and cold water. It's got everything. It just needs an enclosure. And so this was, I mean, I have a whole Pinterest board of outdoor shower pictures. And so uh i finally got this and it's just like i was just so happy in there like you're in the little shower you're looking up these like palm trees and clouds or like nighttime ones you can like just like see all the stars up there it's great i mean you love showers anyway but you really love oh, outdoor so good. showers. and it's right next to the elevator right so you just take the elevator down come out of the elevator and then you walk like three feet and you're at the little door for the shower yep so good nice so. work I'm it's, just it's impressive very proud of myself you should be yeah I mean I I got some of the you know bits like assembled and parts pre-drilled but it was a lot of work and I put it all together by myself and it's freaking amazing <laughs> I'm so so happy with it <laughs> so I think I there's a snap like if you go back through the snaps from the weekend I was like check out the shower that I built uh, but I've not given the full shower tour so whenever we're back for, you know probably in November um, when we bring the girls back like around Thanksgiving to stay down there for the winter um, I'll get my little decorative mosaics up and you know all of my accessories and then I will give the full tour of Jen's outdoor shower <laughs> the greatest thing I have ever built <laughs> All right, well, on that happy note, don't butt anyone unless they ask you to. Uh, and even then, be gentle. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>